We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. From KCBS Radio, I'm Chris Ancarlo in for Matt Pittman, and this is Bay Current for Wednesday, June 1st, 2022. At the end of October in 2019, I was standing in the middle of Tierra Rajada Road in Simi Valley, a strip of asphalt running between two hills. The road is lined with picturesque ranches full of animals, a lot of horses. But on this day, at this moment, the only evidence of those ranches was in flames visible through suffocating smoke. You see, Santa Ana winds had funneled on through the valley, carrying the flames of the so-called Easy Fire. And in the chaos, a traffic jam of horse trailers hitched to trucks and people risking their lives to get their animals out of danger. I'd like to say this scene was an aberration, an outlier, but honestly, in the dozens of fires I've covered up and down California, this sort of last-minute rescue operation is more common than not. It doesn't have to be this way, and that's where Julie Atwood comes in. She started a nonprofit called The Halter Project. The Halter Project is a local Sonoma-based, actually Glen Ellen-based, grassroots organization that's dedicated to helping individuals, communities, neighborhoods, and first responders keep themselves and animals safer and better prepared for emergencies and disasters. We also provide um, no-cost training and equipment support to first responders. Um, that would include fire departments, search and rescue, veterinarians, and volunteer groups to learn to be animal disaster service workers and or large animal technical rescue specialists. I met Julie at an event organized by FireSafe Marin called Ember Stomp. It was an exposition of preparation designed to get the community ready for the heart of fire season. She was there spreading the gospel. Everyone focuses on the rescue aspect, but we are here to encourage people, strongly encourage people to evacuate early. And that means, especially if you have animals, and I always say if you have large animals, it's like having grandparents or little babies or people who need more help. It's all going to take longer. And the time for you to move yourself and your animals is before an evacuation order is issued and even before an evacuation warning is issued. And so that really means that we want to be watching those weather alerts. You know, today we know it's going to be foggy and cool and windy, so we're prepping for bike rides and hiking and wearing layers. But just a week ago, we were in a red flag. And before that red flag, we're into um, weather watches, which you guys, the media, are doing an incredible job of helping us increase our awareness. 
that's when we want to be moving. And then, of course, there are, you know, always animals who, for whatever reason, are not going to be evacuated early or they can't be evacuated at all. And that's when our disaster service workers, who are animal disaster specialists, are activated by our county agencies and we're able to go in and help those animals, usually taking care of them um, sheltered in place or moving them to an emergency shelter or helping people who have brought their animals brought their animals as I bonk your microphone, uh, brought their animals to an emergency shelter. Really, it can be boiled down to a simple phrase. Know when to go and know where you're going. Atwood's mission started in 2013. Back then, it had nothing to do with disaster. It was more about helping people with older horses and other animals that would get stuck in ravines or swimming pools and need rescue, but disaster eventually found her. The big moment really happened in 2017. And I live at the corner of Highway 12 and Nuns Canyon Road. So my back door was about 400 yards from where the Nuns fire started. The Nuns fire burned more than 56,000 acres. It was part of a terrible, terrible season of devastation in Napa and Sonoma counties. That fire was on us and our neighbors before anyone knew there was a fire. And we were pretty well prepared. We knew later we could have been better prepared. But because I had been doing what I do for a couple of years, we had a plan. We were able to move um, all of the animals. We had um, eight or nine equines on the ranch, a bunch of cats, a lot of people that we had to keep safe. We couldn't get out. There was no place to go, but we had a plan. We knew how to shelter in place safely. We knew we could defend our property and keep ourselves safe and our animals, and we did it. So that was a big moment, but it it really reinforced to me uh, the value of that. And so I'm able to convey that to people and say, hey, I'm really walking the walk and talking the talk, and I'm, you know, I'm living proof. And her advice is simple, have a plan, and then have plans for when all those other plans fail. When it happens, know where to get the stuff at home that you have stored. If you are going to evacuate, get out early and know how to get the information, know how to get your local alerts. So get information, stay informed, have a plan, have a kit, have emergency supplies, have a plan for everything that can happen and practice, practice, practice. And the last thing I tell people is to keep breathing. We actually have a sign here. It says, stay calm, be calm. Because if you're not safe, you can't keep anyone else safe, right? It's like the airplane rule. In the case of a loss of cabin pressure, put your oxygen mask on before helping others. Stay focused, practice, plan ahead, because a little bit of anxiety now is going to really help minimize the anxiety or the panic that you feel when you need to kick it into high gear. Um, and we have information about all of this on our website, which is halterproject.org. It's designed to be a free resource library for people who have animals, and that includes equines, um, backyard farm animals and livestock, pets, and also people who have commercial livestock or might be hospitality owners and have grazing goats at your winery or your bed and breakfast. And to that end, you know, I see pictures of not just horses and, and farm animals, but also house pets, you know, dogs, cats. Um, and just in my coverage, and chicken, chicken. They are actually. I've, I've got neighbors with chickens, and yep. it's lovely. I get free eggs all the time. But as I look at these, I'm also reminded of many fires that I've covered where 
pets become an issue and it can be an issue in one of two ways. One, they're not ready to go, they're skittish, you're running around the yard looking for them. Or two, you have gone to work like you always do and you leave your dog at home and now you're trying to get into an evac zone. So that's part of having a plan and knowing what to do. And so one of the big things that I'm handing out here today is a handout. And in this upper left-hand corner, we start out with all of the animal helpline and hotline numbers for all of the North Bay counties. If you don't have the card, that's fine. Those numbers are all listed on the Halter Project website. You are often, we're often going to be separated from our animals. And so knowing, um, A, that your home and their home is as safe as it can possibly be for them, that you've left lots and lots and lots of water every time you leave. Just make sure that you've got extra water no matter what. You know, even if you're just stuck in a, you know, Golden Gate Bridge traffic jam and you can't get home in time for dinner. Um, but if you are evacuated or you can't get home and you have animals inside a mandatory evacuation zone, yes, there are numbers that you can call in all of our North Bay counties, and we have them listed right here for Marin. Marin, you're going to call Marin Humane. You can also call the sheriff. The instinct is to just whip out your phone and dial 911, but... Don't call 911 usually for animals because you will get put on hold or they may redirect you anyway. 911 in disasters is going to be reserved for human life safety. That's going to be the priority. All right, think it through. Let's say you leave for work. Like any other day, Fido has enough food and water until you get home. But on this day, the landscaper a few neighborhoods away from your home runs over a rock with the lawnmower. That spark lights the grass, and then the fire is pushed by wind into some brush. Now, boom, it's a wildfire. Before you can get home, your neighborhood's under evac orders, and you can't get across the line. It's when those numbers Atwood mentioned are critical. We go in and we conduct what are called welfare checks. So we'll go check on your animal um, if we feel that it's in a good place. And often home is the best place for them. We'll make sure that it's secure, that it's uh, they have food and water. If we have time, we'll clean the litter box or, you know, pick up the poop. We will leave a sign on the door. I don't actually, I have a personal one here. I don't have one um, that responders use. But we'll leave a sign on the door, and it will tell, I forget, I'm not on TV, I'm on the radio. We'll leave a sign on the door that's the professional version of the sign I'm showing you here, and it's going to say, on this date, at this time, um, a representative of, say, Marin Humane or Marin County Animal Control or one of the community animal response teams, whoever has been ordered to take that responsibility by the county. We were here, we checked on your animal, this is what we did. And then usually when we get back to our base camp, we'll call the owner and let them know. If the animal looks like it needs to be evacuated or it needs veterinary care, we can make that happen also. And that's kind of the point of the Halter Project, building these connections before the next disaster. So this started here and has now spread across the country? Started in my home in Glen Ellen, and we actually uh, we actually got a lot more response from outside Northern California. We started the program in 2013, and in 2016, um, I was invited to go to the White House, oh, wow. where I received two FEMA, individual and community preparedness awards for this program, the Halter Project for community preparedness. There were a lot of a lot of professionals doing this around the country. It's really hard to get that information on a grassroots basis. Have you heard stories where 
people have taken your advice, have followed the, yeah. the sort of training that's laid out, and animals have been saved? Five in the morning, four in the morning. It's why I hate hot weather. It's why I train to go out in, you know, 100 plus degree weather dressed in many layers of protective equipment. Yes. Uh, every, every time I go somewhere, someone comes up to me and tells me, um, and sometimes many people, that's something that they found on our website, or they heard me on the radio, or they watched, I, I produce a lot of videos, we have lots of videos, and you can watch and podcasts you can listen to um, on our YouTube channel. Um, I get emails all the time from people telling me that uh, they had an experience that saved their animal or saved a friend's animal or that they've started a neighborhood um, evacuation buddy group. And we can't reach everybody, but what I like to tell people is that every time I'm at an event like this or talking to someone like you, you know, I just dropped a pebble into that pond and of course radio is an enormous pond. It's like the Pacific Ocean, right? Well, I appreciate you talking to me and well, sharing I the story. appreciate the Great question. Thank you. Yeah. Great. Best interview ever. <laughs> Meanwhile, I, I don't know if you heard this a minute ago in the background. Mm. Yeah, that. Mm. It's nature's firefighter, goats. Mm. These particular goats are part of Star Creek Land Stewards. We're a sheep and goat operation that um, focuses primarily on grazing for wildfire prevention. Andre Soares runs the company. Her daughter, Bianca Soares, is the project manager. So the goal is to create even grazes everywhere we go. Um, and then once we're there on site, the animals do their thing, which is eat. And we move through your property, grazing grasses, brush, low-hanging trees, poison oak, um, thistles, brooms, coyote brush, all sorts of things. Uh, and then when we're all done, what you're left with is just, you know, three to four inches, hopefully, of leftover vegetation, but we've removed those that fuel ladder that could carry if a fire were to start. And so typically we prevent, we, we provide um, defensible space behind homes, mostly here in Marin County. So if a fire were to come, it would hit that spot that we've grazed to, which is about 100 feet behind homes, and smolder itself out so that it doesn't uh, carry into the neighborhood. Hungry goats make a big difference. We all, on average, and that changes throughout the year, every year because of the drought and our different climate change issues, but on average, a herd of 400 animals can clear about an acre and a half in a day. And that's like a thorough graze that's not sporadic, you know, all over the place. About an acre and a half in a day. Last summer, we were at a point where we were going about two and a quarter to two and a half acres a day, which was like so fast we could barely keep up. But they can go through about an acre and a half of feet a day. No assembly necessary. It's in the DNA. Like you can see these babies that we have here, they're raised, they're raised with their mothers who live their whole lives doing the grazing, right? So they're used to uh, the solar-powered electric fencing. They're used to the transportation, so they load and unload fairly easily. They're used to being around people. So it's just kind of the culture of the business, and the animals grow up in it. And so uh, it is much different than them just being in a herd of 3,000 out in an open range that um, people don't ever see. They're, they're very used to living in the wild, wildland urban interface. What, what was the moment for you or for your family where you said, hang on a second, we can, <laughs> instead of just kind of being here, we can do something else that is constructive and also probably profitable? Like, Someone, uh, a gentleman who had a, a, a large property in the Santa Cruz Mountains that was totally overgrown, 
um, hadn't had any livestock on it for a long, long time, wanted to open it up and create more access on his property. And so he contacted my father, and my father uh, went out and looked at it and said, you know, we really need goats on this. So we helped him get goats, and it, they just really cleared out the property. And then his neighbors saw what they had done, and his neighbors started wanting goats on their property. And so it just sort of evolved that way. And so we went from an all-sheep operation to an operation that added goats, and then it just sort of grew from there. And so now we're able to use both species when the, when the, the work calls for it, depending on what's on the ground. We prescribe, like Bianca said, all sheep, all goats are a mix. Um, and it's really been a way to diversify a little bit and do something that just, you know, makes so much sense. It's been fun to see it happen because once people see, which I think sounds like you've seen it, once people see what the goats can do, you can't unsee it. It's like you've seen something for the very first time and it's like, how did I not know this happened, right? It, it, a grand epiphany for the entire community. Isn't it? Yeah. Or how could we not be doing this every yeah. year and all the time? Yeah. Why haven't we been doing this? And, and to that end, it feels as though over the course of the last, I don't know, six, seven, eight years, this has picked up momentum. Is that my imagination or are you guys seeing an increase in business as fire becomes more and more of a danger here in California? Yeah, it's definitely becoming more of a bit more. It's becoming uh, more widespread, more demand. Uh, people are just, you know, they're, they're getting it. It's like having them taste apple pie for the first time. You know, they're going to they're gonna want more pie, you know, because it just, it just makes so much sense. Do you do most of your business in Marin, or is it elsewhere around the Bay Area or elsewhere around California? Go ahead, Bianca. We work throughout, uh, technically we work throughout the state. Most of our work is done here in, the, in Northern California. Um, I commit about three herds to Marin County from April until September, which is I sh we should talk about, which is the grazing season, which is the bulk of when our work is done because that's when we can make the most impact on land that would be a threat for wildfire. So I, there's about 1,200 animals in Marin County from our business from April to September, sometimes more. But we work throughout the East Bay. Um, you know, right now we have herds in I don't eight counties, maybe eight different counties at this time. Um, but we're it's we're all over the Bay Area, yeah. Is it typically, you know, big private landowners or is it public landowners? What, what sort of clientele? The majority, the majority of the space is probably public, uh, but the number of clients we probably have more private than public clients. But more acreage is grazed for public entities than for private. Uh, we do uh, regional parks. We do utility companies. We do counties, states, school districts, cities cities, water districts, private landowners, um, schools, I mentioned, yeah, all sorts are catching on. And the stars are the goats. The stars, stars are the goats. goats. Stars yeah. are the goats. <laughs> Excellent. Well, I appreciate you both talking to me. Sure, absolutely. I'll tell you what, I had a lot of great conversations at Amber Stop with goats. You have anything to say? <laughs> and people. Tomorrow, I'm going to bring a few more of these conversations to you, including a look at a program that's trying to bring more women and people of color into the fire service and a chat about property inspections and the problems that inspectors often run up against. Thanks for listening and uh, thanks for letting me sit in today. New episodes of Bay Current are out every day. You can subscribe on the Odyssey app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's it for today's Bay Current. I'm Chris Ancarlo, and for Matt Pittman, we'll chat again with you tomorrow.
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.